Hello and welcome to I Don't Know What I'm Talking About. Is it just me or is this the fastest January on record? Hello and welcome back to I Don't Know What I'm Talking About, the podcast that aims to normalise unexpected and potentially uncomfortable conversations and encourages people to prioritise their mental health by talking about things that they wouldn't necessarily want to talk about. This month has just sped by, as far as I'm concerned. There is that kind of usual trope, isn't there, of January always drags. It's like... The first six months of the year is just January. But as I sit and record this now, it feels like Christmas was last week and it's the 22nd of January. I just feel like as I get older, time just flies by so much quicker. And that's kind of depressing in a way, isn't it? Oh, well, I say kind of, it's completely depressing because all that means is we are all just hurtling faster and faster towards the end game, isn't it? I remember when I was a kid and it was like, you'd be, you'd be in, in the car, like I'd be in the car with my dad and I'd be like, how far away is it now, dad? And he'd be like, oh, we're about half an hour away. And I'll say, oh God, that's ages. Whereas now... If you're in a long journey in the car and you're half an hour away, that's time to start getting ready for... Oh, yep, we're nearly there, half an hour away. Coats on, ready. Following all safety procedures, of course. Keep your seatbelt on while you're getting your coats and shit on. God, I can't be getting done again on the podcast for telling people to put coats on when they shouldn't be. I actually um, have got... Uh, next week, I actually realised today, it's a week today that I have my my awareness course for when I was uh, stupidly caught using my telephone uh, in the car. Um, but I will reiterate, I wasn't texting anyone, I wasn't playing any games, I was literally holding my phone in my hand, which I shouldn't have been doing, I was holding my phone while using the maps. Which was silly, but Lots of people text on the on the phone when they're driving and stuff, don't they? So I wasn't that bad. I was bad, but not not that bad. Not as bad as that is what I'm trying to say. So I've got the I've got the full day booked off because I've got to do an online course. It's over Zoom and it's going to be three hours long. So I've got the day booked off work for it, and that's just after Heather and I get back from Brighton. So I bought so. Yeah, I think by time you hear this, we might be back by then. I can't remember when this episode's coming out um, in terms of when we go to Brighton. Anyway, Heather and I are going to Brighton, but by time you hear this, we may have already been and come back. Basically, since we got together, which is over 10 years ago now, Heather has always told me that one of the places that she's wanted to visit more than more than any place in the UK is Brighton. And I, I kept promising her and promising her and promising her. 
we're going to go to Brighton. We're going to go to Brighton. I'm going to take you to Brighton. And we went through moving into a flat, moving into a rented house, buying a house, getting engaged, getting a dog, getting married. And it's just in this last 12 months, I decided I'm going to take Heather to Brighton for her birthday. I'm going to buy her the trip to Brighton for Christmas. And then I'm going to take her for her birthday weekend. I'm going to spend a nice birthday weekend in Brighton. I'll buy her whatever she wants for her birthday. And I had this idea months ago. I should have had it years ago, but it just so happens that I had it this year. Lo and behold, Heather went on a work trip to somewhere down south near Brighton, not to Brighton, but near Brighton, near enough that on one of the days during this work event that Heather was there, severe winds and rain meant that the event was cancelled, and so her and her work pals needed something to do that day, so what did they do? They went to Brighton, and I was, I'm I'm probably quite embarrassed to say, uncharacteristically annoyed at that. And it, it clearly it wasn't Heather's fault. She couldn't sit, turn around to her work colleagues and say, great idea, you guys going to Brighton. But, and also, at the time, I hadn't told Heather that I was planning on taking her this year. So she literally texted me one day and she was like, oh, just to let you know, the event's been cancelled today, this work event, and so me and the guys from work are heading into Brighton. And in my head, I was like, no, because that was supposed to be, like, the first time that you went to Brighton was supposed to be with me. And it was going to be really nice, and it was gonna it was going to be a Christmas present this year. Of course I couldn't tell her that, but I did, I was off with her for a short while. And then I had to explain why, and I was basically like, look, obviously it's not your fault, but I was going to take you to Brighton this year, and for me, in my head, it was going to be this really nice thing where we went we went to Brighton as a pair, and I took you, and it was this place that you really wanted to see, but now it turns out you've actually already been with all these work people, and at the time I was unnecessarily upset. And it was silly of me to feel that way. But I felt that way at the time, and I told her how I felt, and then we talked it out, and then we got past it. And then, luckily for me, she'd completely forgotten about the conversation where I said to her, I was going to get you that for Christmas. She totally forgot about it. Christmas morning, she wakes up to find that I've booked us a weekend away in Brighton, and she was buzzing about it. So, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be our next couple of weeks that's my kind of that's my kind of update is is that for the next couple of weeks it's going to be weekend away in brighton and uh, a driver awareness course which i get to do from the comfort of my own home over zoom i did a speed awareness course once which was in person and i had to drive like 45 minutes away and it was just a pain in the backside so this time, I'm going to appreciate being able to stay at home. 
obviously I'll treat it the same as I as I would have done. I'll take all the information in, I'll do what I need to do and everything. But I'll just I'll get to do it in my slippers, won't I? <laughs> How is everyone doing? Are we all okay? Are we all feeling good? It's we're getting close to February. As I said at the very beginning, it's going very quick. How are you feeling? Let me know, don't know what part at gmail.com. Do you think it's going too quick? Do you think that, do you, are you the opposite to me? Do you think that this year has dragged so far and you think that January can go and f itself? Let me know, don't know what part at gmail.com. In the meantime, what I'm going to do now is spin the wheel for the first time today. And the topic is Kylie Minogue. Now, I. I know exactly why Kylie Minogue is is in the uh, is in the for God's sake is in the wheel. I can't even think now because I'm trying to think of things to say about Kylie Minogue. Um, so Kylie Minogue, Kylie Minogue, Kylie Minogue, Kylie Minogue is in the wheel because a friend of mine and Heather's a, a, a friend of ours who we do shows with, whose name is Natalie. She, um, I'm, I'm going to have to get her on the podcast. She's actually quite a big fan. <laughs> that sounds really big headed, doesn't it? But she tells me all the time about when she sits and listens to the podcast in the bath or when she's like got 10 minutes free or whatever. And it's really sweet. So thank you for listening, Natalie. And here's your shout out. Um, but she is and I am giving this absolutely zero exaggeration. She is the world's biggest Kylie Minogue fan. And we were in discussions probably only about three or four weeks ago. And she said to me, I'd love it if you put Kylie Minogue into the wheel. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll put Kylie Minogue into the wheel, thinking it's highly unlikely it'll ever come up because there are so many things sort of in the wheel. Lo and behold, not long after that conversation, Kylie Minogue has now come up. Natalie is such a huge fan of Kylie Minogue that after after her marriage broke down, I'm sure she won't mind me talking about this on the podcast because her ex-husband was a c Um, After her marriage broke down, she went back to deed poll to change her name and... Um, I'm not going to give her full name on here, but she made the executive decision uh, before before approaching her parents about it as well, let me say. Uh, she made the executive decision to give herself uh, the middle name Kylie. So she's kept her original middle name, which her parents gave her, and she's added Kylie. So now her name is Natalie Dada Kylie Da. So yeah. Um, so let's talk about actual Kylie Minogue for a second. Um, so when I was at school, I need to try and stretch this anecdote out as far as I possibly can because I've got literally no others on Kylie, at least for the time being. When I was at school, there was a girl, I think she was in my sister's year, so she would have been three years uh, above me, and her auntie was the um number one in the uk i don't know if she is in the world but number one in the united kingdom kylie minogue tribute 
That's a true fact. And she came to our school to perform at uh, a school disco and she came in dressed as a devil. And she sang Better the Devil You Know. Uh, and then later on, in a series of events that felt like I'd met a true life celebrity because she'd came and she she came and sang at our school uh, and then after that appeared on stars in their eyes uh and for those of you who don't know what stars in their eyes is it's it was a show in the 90s when i was a kid presented by matthew kelly and a a, a normal person would come on a complete stranger would come on the telly however they did sometimes have like celebrity versions of it um but more often than not, it would be just a complete, a completely normal person. And they would come on and they'd say, they'd, they'd tell Matthew Kelly, the presenter, about themselves. And then they would give some clues as to who they were going to impersonate that night. And then they'd say the famous line, Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be Kylie Minogue, as uh, as was the case in this instance. And then... When I was a kid, this was always magic. They would walk through the back of the, s- the stage where there was a door, and there was a door, and there was just smoke billowing out of the door. I, f- I fully understand that I'm explaining Stars in Their Eyes to people who could, have, who could already know what Stars in Their Eyes is. However, there might be people out there that don't know what Stars in the Rise is, and this is for those people. So they would walk to the back of the set, and there would be a door, and there would be smoke billowing out of this door, and they'd walk through the door, and then in a split second, they'd walk back through the door again, completely changed. Their makeup was done. Their, they had a, a full wig on. They had the full costume to look like these icons of the pop industry and obviously at the time I'm watching this as a kid and I just think that is magic like how do they do that that quick those they must have people behind that door literally with like the wig goes on the clothes go on the makeup is just a a slap on the face with like a mask cut out or something like that and obviously you grow up and you realize that it's all done with editing and they walk in there and it's cut and then several hours later they come back out again obviously that's how it's done but as a kid like i said it was completely magic really the only other kylie minogue kind of segue that i that i have in my repertoire is that in 2022 um, the company that I'm now doing Kinky Boots with did Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, the musical. Now, obviously, people might not know that the Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, the musical exists, even if you do know that Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, the film exists. So for those of you who don't know what it is at all, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert is a... It was a film in the 90s, like like a cult classic kind of thing, and it was set in the Australian outback, and it was this um, character called Tick, who was a gay man, and he's a drag queen, and he's trying to get across Australia to Alice Springs to see his son, 
because he has a son from a previous relationship that he, that he had had with a, with a woman. But then uh, he'd obviously found his true self, come out of the closet, become a drag queen, and kind of moved on a little bit. But he still wanted to see his son and have this relationship with his son. So he decides to travel across Australia in a bus, which they affectionately name Priscilla, hence Priscilla, Queen of the Desert and then travel across the desert. Um, and it's Tick, the one drag queen, uh, Felicia, or Adam, uh, another drag queen, and then another drag queen, um, Bernadette, who's actually a trans woman. Uh, and the three of them travel uh, and take, basically, a little drag show on the road. And the film is a cult classic, and they made a musical out of it, like I said, for those of you who don't know. Uh, and if you were to see the show on Broadway, because I don't think Kylie Minogue is as big in America as she is maybe in Australia and UK. If you were to see Priscilla, the Queen of the Desert on Broadway, you would have heard um, a lot of Madonna songs. Because the main focus of that show is is, is Madonna. They, they sort of readjusted it for the American audiences. But in the UK, it's the main focus is... Kylie Minogue and it's um, Felicia the sort of younger drag queen has this affinity with Kylie Minogue and he loves her and he wants to it's his dream to sing a, uh, a a medley of Kylie songs on the top of Uluru which is the uh, proper name for Airs Rock and so when they get to Australia um Felicia does this incredible medley of Can't Get You Out of My Head and other bits and bobs that Kylie has done in her career. In terms of involvement with that show, I was not in it. I wasn't in the show. The show originally was supposed to be in 2020 and it got pushed back because of COVID. So we ended up doing it in 2022. And at the time when the show was cast, I couldn't do it. Uh, and then when it came to doing the show two years later, I could then do it, but the show had already been cast. So I basically came in as a stage hand, and myself and a friend of friend of ours who also works backstage at the theatre, Andy, were essentially in charge of manoeuvring the bus. And the bus was more or less half a ton of just wooden metal with lights on it and things to make it look flashy and fancy and the lyceum stage in crew which is where i always perform has one of the steepest rakes of any stage in the uk if you don't know what a rake is, a rake is where the theatre stage sort of sits on an angle. So this would be the back of the stage, which is higher up. And this would be the, the front of the stage, which would be lower down to the audience. And it's basically so that it doesn't matter where you are on the stage or where an audience member is in the audience. Every single person can always be seen from everywhere on the stage, basically is what it is. So Andy and I had to push this heavy, heavy, heavy bus around a stage where it could have just rolled onto the audience at any given moment whilst listening to Kylie hits being sung out to a 
let's be honest, largely drunk, Hindu-filled audience. And that is as much as I can possibly say on Kylie Minogue. Thanks for giving me that one, Natalie. Next topic. And the topic is Marvel. So, some people, some some eagle-eyed viewers on the YouTube channel might have noticed I'm ever so slightly a fan of Spider-Man. I have this wonderful drawing. You probably can't see the whole thing, but I'll probably post a picture on the Instagram or something. It's essentially, um, so it's, it's a drawing done entirely in biro of Spider-Man, of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Uh, and it was done for me by uh, a good friend of mine, Annabelle, and she does um, artwork for all occasions and um, 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 amazing stuff. Uh, and I will tag her illustration page on the Instagram. And if you like this picture, go and follow her and see the amazing things that she does. Um, she did that because we had done... <laughs> this is another show anecdote. We had done um, The Sound of Music together. I played Rolf and she'd played Liesl. We'd played opposite each other. And I hate saying this, but I just hate Rodgers and Hammerstein. I think it's old-fashioned and needs to be left alone now. We need to look ahead in terms of musical theatre, but I, 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 I won't get into the semantics of all that. Maybe it'll go into the topic wheel one day. I think actually someone did put Rodgers and Hammerstein in, in the topic wheel, and believe me, when that comes up, I'm going to go in two-footed on Rodgers and Hammerstein. Anyway, I didn't have a great show for that, and she was kind of the one saving grace because she's a good friend as well. Basically, I didn't have a brilliant relationship with the director for that show either, and the di the director kind of kind of treated me a bit shit. If I'm honest with you, I was I was on stage for that show for all added together maybe fifteen twenty minutes in a in a two hour show. And so there were certain rehearsals where I thought maybe, oh, I might not be needed, so I won't go, but I will run it past the director anyway. And she made it very clear that she wanted me there for every rehearsal, and there were rehearsals where I did nothing, and then I would go home, and I would have wasted my evening. <sighs> Why am I getting into that? I'm on Marvel. Come on, Marvel. <laughs> uh, but yes, so yeah, it's this picture. that That's the connection to Marvel. Because I'd had a, a bit of a shit time with it. She did, she did this as a, basically, thank you for sticking it out and being, being there and being my partner in the show kind of thing, which was really sweet. Anyway, I'll tag her Instagram. Go and follow her. She's an amazing artist. Um, a couple of other bits you might have noticed are... This is if you're watching on the YouTube channel. Um, I've got two little Spider-Man figurines. Do not ask me who got me them. I can't remember. But I think it's fair to say... I mean, I don't have to tell you after I've just made... You know, had this little discussion. Um, Spider-Man 
is my favorite Marvel hero, is my favorite superhero. I built entire friendships when I was a kid. I was a... I don't want to say I was lonely. I was a quiet kid. I've always been the same, and I've talked about it before, introverted. I... Once I know you, we are fine. I am out of my shell and we can joke and laugh and have lots of fun. But if I meet you for the very first time, I will be very shy. And that's always been me. And I was always the same at school. And I wouldn't say I had a best friend or a group of friends. I had acquaintances. I was never bullied or anything like that. I was always just... Hey Sean, I was I was just hey Sean to, you know, the 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 attractive girls, the nerdy guys, the bullies, the jocks, if you could you know call them that in the in, in like you could you know the the sporty kids. Everybody kind of knew me, but no one was like dead dead good friends with me. And this is like I'm talking like early days. I came more more out of my shell as I got older, sort of through high school a bit. But the the very first time I found a proper friendship was after I watched Spider-Man for the first time and found out that someone in my class loved it just as much as me, and that was Johnny. And he was then my best mate for the next, I would say, 10 to 12 years. And it helped that he, him and his mum moved in next door, but one to me. Um, and we built an entire friendship, uh, an entire sort of brethren, off the back of our mutual love for Spider-Man. I've completely lost touch with the guy now. You know, everyone goes off on their, on their merry way. And uh, I believe he's doing well. I believe he's doing good. He's got a kid, I think. And... Uh, yeah, I wish him all the best. But yeah, I, I I got the confidence to speak to someone and build an entire friendship, a kinship. He was almost like a brother to me for years and years and years after that because of Spider-Man. And I think that's probably if we're going to if we're going to look at it really really deeply, probably the reason why Spider-Man is my favorite Marvel character or well, all-time superhero kind of thing. Who is my favourite... I feel like I'm just sticking on the topic of Spider-Man now, but hey-ho, we got here from Marvel. Who is my favourite Spider-Man? I do have a favourite. It may be unpopular to some people. It may be... It may sound obvious to others. My favourite Spider-Man is Tom Holland followed by Tobey Maguire and then Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield is not a bad Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield is an incredible Spider-Man, but these are three incredible Spider-Men. So being the being what I would consider the least best is not in any way a bad thing. For me, the 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 thing that makes Tom Holland the best is that he is he is age appropriate. People forget 
well, I don't, I don't know if people do forget, but the fact of the matter is, Spider-Man is bitten by that spider in high school. And of the three Spider-Men, who is the one that looks more like any of the others that, like he is in high school? Tom Holland. Tobey Maguire, when you watch the films back, looks too old to be Spider-Man, personally. I think if you were to say that he's in college rather than high school, that would probably work better. But I still love Tobey Maguire for just just for being the original. And that's why he's in second. I think age-wise, it's definitely Tom, Andrew, Tobey. But because Tobey was the original, he's like, I like, still got to keep him. Realistically... All three of them are just as good as each other. I just think Tom pips it because of the age. I'm just rambling now about Spider-Man. I'm going to cut it off there before I just rant into oblivion. So thank you for listening to Marvel. If you've got any comments, questions, topic suggestions, or if you want to talk to me about any of the topics that I've ever talked about on this podcast before, then send that in to don'tknowwhatpod at gmail.com. If you click the Linktree link in the description of this podcast or this video if you're watching on YouTube, then you can find me on all of my other adventures, including tickets to see me in Kinky Boots. You can give me a five-star review or a written review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you click the little plus sign at the top of it, that'll mean you subscribe to the podcast and you'll get notified every time that I post. Similarly, you can also subscribe to my podcast on YouTube where you can also like and comment. Let me know what you think. Let's grow this community, let's get people talking, and let's get people more comfortable with sharing what's on their mind. I will see you on Thursday, the 1st of Feb, for a guest episode, followed immediately on Friday for another just random episode when I could be talking about literally anything. Goodbye. <laughs>